This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, riding out on old Dan at this time, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. So I wish you'd let me hear from you. I'll get kind of weary sometimes. Many of you have written me and hadn't written lately. Send me send me an offering for the a Bible fund for prisoners, for Bibles and good devotionals and, and tracts. So if you do that, I appreciate it. And uh, before we get started in the service on the uh, message on divine healing, I want to bring you another one of our choir CDs. I believe uh, it's uh, Why Should He Love Me So? This is a question that's never been answered, my friend.
you ever asked yourself that question, my friend? Why should he love me so? Why does the Lord love sinners? I don't know, except he does. He loves us. He, God so loved us that he gave his son. Now, that, that's, that's, that's a mystery to me, folks. It's a mystery to me why the Lord would love. Oh, I can understand he loves some folks, maybe a lot different characters than I am, but every man is totally depraved. Every man coming into this world totally depraved, have no goodness whatsoever, but the Lord loves sinners. And I'm telling you, how can we spurn? How can we spurn his love? How can, how can you awaken sinner? How can you stay away from that grace, that love, that, that long-suffering? He said he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. You know anything about repentance? Oh, there you go, trailblazer, talking about that repentance stuff. The Lord said, except ye repent, ye shall likewise perish. Says it twice right there in Luke 13, I believe. Oh, but listen, let's get back to our study. We were looking there at blood redemption. We saw that verse that said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. These words fell from the lips of John the Baptist as he saw the Lord come walking up to the banks of the old river Jordan to be baptized. He didn't say, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away diseases. He said, Behold the Lamb of God, God's Lamb, God's sacrifice, God's sin offering for the sin of man. When you connect anything in the world with blood redemption, you take away the offense of the cross and render it powerless to save. Listen, sinner, wake up, sit up, sit up there. You've about gone to sleep. You might wake up in hell. Get your eyes open. There's not one thing in the world that will save you but the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, you can have every schism, every ism, and as you can imagine, you can go read books, you can go find the old old men that claim they saw revelation, and all. you can do all those things, but my friend, without the blood, there's no redemption. Without the blood, you know anything about that? Listen, do you know what it means to be washed in the blood? Do you? Can I ask you that? Will you set up and listen? Well, you old trailer, no, no, don't cuss me. Don't cuss me. How about you old trucker there this morning riding down Highway I-40 up there in Tennessee somewhere, maybe over in North Carolina? Are you awake? Are you asleep? Awake? Wake up. Wake up and listen. Old trailblazer's a burden for your soul. I'm giving everything I have to get out the gospel. I am. I'm giving everything I have to get out the gospel, keep you from going to hell. Folks ask me, said, trailblazer, why are you going on? Why are you wearing yourself out coming down to the end of life why don't you just take it easy well i can't take it easy you know why because i have lost loved ones i have folks all over america that write me and say trailblazer i'm lost i'm a lost sinner trailblazer i want to be saved how can i get saved i'll tell you how to get saved we had an old evangelist used to come here Long years ago, about 85, 90 years old, someone asked him one day, said, Dr. Copeland, how do you get saved? He said, drop dead. Drop dead. You know why? We don't want to do that, do we? Oh, we somebody come. We somebody come. We, we, we've, we've got a generation. We have a generation now, my age and younger, that thinks there's somebody come. And you know what? You're just a lump of dirt. You're just a lump of dirt. When your body dies, if they didn't embalm it, it wouldn't be 30 days. You'd be a, a nothing but a pile of dirt. That's right. And we proud? Proud of what? Proud of what? Oh, my friend. 
proud, proud. Now, let's turn there to uh, Genesis 22. We were looking there in, in, in Genesis. Well, let's go back. Let's go back and pick up where we were. Uh, there's not one thing in the world that will save you but the blood of Christ. No, let no man fool you, my friend. Don't, don't let these televangelists tell you to join the church and walk down the aisle and, 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 and make a decision for Jesus and all of that stuff with them waterfalls up behind them and three airplanes in their hangar back home. and all. Don't let those folks do that, my friend. You know what their aim is? Money. Money, money, money. Someone said, you follow the money. Oh, one. Do you know what it means to be redeemed by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ? Do you know what that means? My friend, salvation is the greatest thing that ever happens. It, it, you, it, nothing eclipses salvation. Nothing. Nothing. You, if, you're, if, you're, if you're tangled up in all of the finery of this world and, the, uh, and, and those things, if they, are, if they are more important to you than the blood, you're not saved. We might as well be frank and might as well be honest. If, if there's anything in this world that means more to you, your boat on the, on the river, your yacht, your, your condo on the, on the beach over there in Florida somewhere, or California somewhere, if that means more to you than Christ does, you're not saved. You're not saved. I can just tell you that right now. But listen, we found there in Genesis 22 the story of Abraham offering up Isaac as a burnt offering there on Mount Moriah. Isaac here is a type of Christ. And we see him with the wood on his shoulder, a type of the cross, walking up the mountainside with his father, Abraham. And he said, Behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide. Jehovah Jireh, that's what that means. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. And he did. It was a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. It was there when they offered that ram as a burnt offering that Isaac beheld himself as a sinner and an offering as a substitute. There may be no bodily healing connected. There was no bodily healing connected there with that offering. Just so there's no bodily healing connected with Christ on the cross as a sacrifice for our sins. In that connection, let's turn to Isaiah 53, 10, and you'll find these words. Yet, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He had put him to shame, and he had put him to grief, when thou shalt make an, his soul an offering for sin. What an offering. An offering. Yes, an offering for sin. Listen to God's word, my friend. Listen. Your destiny may hang on how you listen. Would you wake up there, Father, Mother? You getting ready to go out on the back 40 and bale hay or something? Listen now. Listen, this may be the last message you ever hear. Sit down there and drink another cup of coffee before you go outside. Your destiny may hang on exactly how you listen. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. Oh, my friend. And he said in the 11th verse, for he shall bear their iniquities. And in the 12th verse, he bear the sins of many. But it does not say that he bear sickness of so many. Christ died as a sin offering. Are you a sinner? If so, he died for you. Are you a sinner? If so, he took your place on the cross as a sin offering. Are you a sinner? I'm hammering that home, folks. Folks don't want to be called a sinner, do they? Oh, I get letters. Trailblazer, don't you dare call me a sinner. I hadn't sinned in 50 years. Well, what about them years before you come 50? That's right. That's right. Oh, my friend, 
He became your substitute if you're saved, paying your sin debt in full. I often make this statement here that the old trailblazer, there's not one sin registered to the old trailblazer in heaven. Not a past sin, not a future sin, not a present sin. If, listen, if you're a sinner, Christ died. Christ died to save you. Are you a sinner? He said, come now. Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. I wish you'd go there and read that verse over there in Isaiah. I believe it's 118. Though your sins be as scarlet. Oh, my friend, scarlet. You know, scarlet. All of those things connected with sin. The ever ever town I've ever been in while I was in service, they had what they call a red light district because that's where the sin is. But listen, he said, if your sins be as scarlet, if they be like the red light district, they shall be white as snow. Would you, would you remember that while we close? Remember the old trailblazer begging for your soul, crying for your soul. Remember my, my mailing address, post office box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. In my website, you find much information there about the old trailblazer. Got a picture there, I believe. Put it in your pee patch. Website is radiomissions.org. Goodbye and God bless you.